Well, so we're continuing today in Mishnah Yomi, and we find ourselves in Perak Gimel, chapter 3, Mishnah is Beis through Gimel. Mishnah is 2 through 3 in Meseches Demai. Harot's Mishnah Beis says as follows, Harot alachsom ala yark lahakal nimasol, lo yashlich ad aser. An interesting case. Person is carrying a bundle of vegetables, and he wants to go ahead and trim some of the leaves. And what he's going to do, he's going to leave the leaves by the side of the road. And whoever, you know, that way again, whoever wants to take it, could take it. He cannot discard it, right? He cannot go ahead and throw it, by the, throw it place it by the side of the road until he first remedies, until he takes, until he takes Trumas and Maestros. Because the concern, of course, is that what if it's found by an Amaretz? An Amaretz is not going to tithe the produce. And therefore, it turns out that a person essentially is placing a stumbling block in front of an Amaretz. If you want to trim the leaves of the vegetables to lighten the load, you can do that. But Allah Halamaisa, you first have to take Maeser. Halokeach Yarek Minashok an interesting case. I'm purchasing produce. So imagine I'm in the shuk, I'm in the marketplace, and I picked up a bundle of produce to purchase it. But after I picked it up, I decided, you know what? I don't want this. I don't want this bundle. I want a different bundle. This is a fascinating halacha. Once I picked it up with the intention to go ahead and purchase it, the halacha is, in a certain sense, it becomes mine. Because one of the ways in which one is able to go ahead and acquire movable property is through hagbah, through lifting up. So once I lift it up with the intention of purchasing it, even though I subsequently changed my mind, I now have the obligation to tithe it before I go ahead and give it back to the seller. So this is a really incredible halacha. Because the transaction was essentially complete, right? The only reason that was missing is that ultimately, again, the particular number of bundles had to be selected. But because I picked it up and my intention was to purchase it, there's a, there's a level of ownership that's there and therefore I cannot return it to the seller until I first take care of the tithing obligation. Pretty incredible. But again, let's say I was going ahead and still in the middle of deciding what which vegetables I was going to go ahead and purchase, but I didn't lift anything up yet. And therefore, again, I thought I was going to buy a particular bundle, but I decided on a different one. Now remember, in this case, I didn't lift up the bundle. So because I did not lift up the bundle, therefore, I have no tithing obligation. And I can go ahead and return it back to the seller without any obligation to tithe. So what the Mishnah is essentially teaching me is that if I'm purchasing produce and I lift it up with the intention to acquire, that triggers upon me the obligation to tithe the produce. To the point, to the point that now, if, even if I decide to do something different, I decide a different bundle, I have to tithe it. But if I never picked it up, there is no tithing obligation that has been triggered. Incredible. Mishnah Gimel. Hamotzi peros baderech unaklan laachlan v'nimlach latzni. Interesting case. I'm traveling. I see produce on the road and I pick it up with the intention to eat it. But then I change my mind and instead I'm just going to store it, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in a secure place by the side of the road for someone else to eat it. Lo It's the same idea. I can't go ahead and put it back on the side of the road until I first tithe it. Same idea as the previous Mishnah. Once I lift it up, I have acquired it. Now, this is even a stronger case because in this case, this is Hefker. I've picked it up with the intention to eat it. Well, once you picked it up with the intention to eat it, it's yours. So you want to put it back for someone else, that's very that's fine. But once you picked it up with the intention to eat it, then halacha you have to tithe it before you go ahead and put it back. 
lest an Amaaretz come, find it, and eat it untithed. Furthermore, sorry, but if I only picked up the produce because I wanted to put them in a more secure spot so that they shouldn't get ruined, in other words, I never had intention to acquire it, putter. Then I do not have to tithe it. Anything you're not allowed to sell in a state of demai, you can't send as a gift demai either. So remember again, we learned in a previous Mishnah that Allah any produce that is sold in small measure, the seller is obligated to take care of demai, not the buyer. So therefore the Mishnah says anything for which the seller is obligated to take care of demai, if you gift that same type of produce, you're also obligated to remedy the demai situation before gifting it. So Rabbi Yossi Mater Bevadai Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He says no. It's permitted. You're allowed to gift demai as long as you tell the recipient that he's getting demai, so that he knows that before he goes out and he eats it, he needs to tithe it. Wonderful. Aishkai, have one stop over here for today. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.